Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, uh, yeah, he's Chris Walden. I'm Mike Casper. It is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, let me uh, be the first to wish you uh, all a St. Patrick's Day. And uh, big celebration today, St. Patrick's Day. Kegs and eggs at Biscuit and Hogs. And that's where we're broadcasting live this morning until 10. We're going to be here uh, all day long. Watch party is going to be going on, and then Nate Showman's show begins at 3 o'clock. He will be here live. Also, we've got big screen televisions all over the place. From where we're sitting, we can see three of them. <laughs> That's true. So we'll be able to see all the games pretty much going on uh, throughout the day here today. Um, kegs and eggs, like I said, biscuit and hogs, great place to get breakfast uh, anyway. But uh, kegs and eggs... As a part of that, we've got kegs of green beer that will be served all day today. And if you don't have very much money, you're in luck because they're a dollar all day. Wow, that's cool. One buck. Wow, that's excellent. One dollar. One dollar. Green beer. They, they all usually day. have. They usually have uh, happy hour only, but they usually have uh, dollar domestic drafts here. Yep, they have dollar domestic drafts. So later today, uh, Nate Showman start, show starts at three. Happy hour starts at 3. Their happy hour is three hours long today. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> um, so 3 until 6 o'clock, you have the uh, green beer, as I mentioned. That goes all day, but they also have $2 White Claws. Uh, what else do they have? $2 Bud Pints, $4 Long Island Iced Teas, Margaritas, Moscow Mules, Dry Martinis, plus half off all their signature drinks, plus lots of food specials, too. So great place to uh, kick off your evening of uh, watching some basketball action tonight. Um, Breakfast, by the way, I'm sitting there. It, it's a very difficult decision this morning. As I've mentioned mm-hmm. a couple of times, this is uh, the uh, Eggs Benedict here. Maybe some of the best egg, Eggs Benedict that I've yes. had anywhere however, in the world. However, it is uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, and so you, you might want to go with the traditional St. Patrick's, which is corned beef, right? Yeah, corned beef, hash, and eggs. They're special today, 12 bucks. So I and I really like corned beef hash. So mm-hmm. uh, man, I've got a decision to make before I order. Um, biscuit and hogs in Meridian. By the way, they open up uh, at seven. So if you're laying in bed right now listening to us, don't worry. You still have plenty of time to take your shower, yeah. find find something green to wear, and then come on down and join if, us. If if you don't get here for 45 minutes, congratulations. You'll you'll still be five minutes early. <laughs> hey, uh, and by the way, this I am wearing a green shirt today. Uh-huh. And the last time I, I had my act together enough to get a green shirt uh, laundered and purchased, by the way, for St. Patrick's Day was 2002. Oh, so this is, the tw- this is the 20-year anniversary of, of the last time I wore green, green on St. Patrick's Day. I didn't, I didn't want to wear green today. I had my Boise State pullover all ready to go, and I thought, uh, I know it's, it's, it's you know, game day and everything like that, you but know. it is St. Patrick's Day, so I'll, I'll no. wear my green so I don't get it's, pinched uh, by anybody. It, it's, it, it's, it's hard to find uh, a shirt that's got, like, bronco blue and orange and also green. Yeah. yeah. Um, once again, our phone lines are still going to be open. We're here live, but if you want to call through, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. 
Uh, you can continue to email us. We have email. So uh, Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. And you can also text us and be a part of the show today. Um, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. We have, in addition to us being here and getting to uh, enjoy biscuit and hogs today, um, we've got a Huck House brunchette, which works out perfectly because Huck House brunchette is one of the sister restaurants to biscuit and uh, hogs but if you're thinking that you're going to go to huck house brunchette and get some of the same food that you have at biscuit and hogs no it's a completely different menu completely different type restaurant um so you'll get completely different type food but we've got a 50 dollars gift certificate we'll be giving away to huck house brunchette a little think- bit later this morning and don't forget that is also our kboi sweet deal of the week tomorrow morning at nine o'clock and you can use it for Either one of their brunchettes, Blue Bench mm-hmm. Brunchette, which just opened up a couple months ago, or Huck House, $50 for and, only and, 25 And we just bucks. this week started referring to them as the brunchettes. The brunchettes. Because there are two. Well, there's about to be three, too, because mm-hmm. uh, we have it on good authority that that's where they're going to be opening up a place in McCall. Really? Yeah, right on right on the lake, which uh, and there, I'm, I'm there, encouraged for that. There's going to be another biscuit and hogs uh, in Canyon County also that's uh, what, at some point, that's, right? That's what, I've, that's what I've heard. I don't know if he's the king, but Boomer, I, I think, is definitely one of the breakfast kings of uh, the Treasure Valley. At, at the very least, he's a squire. Well, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Viscount Boomer. There you go. Um, other uh, topics that uh, we will talk about today. There was a lot of news, once again, that happened. Um, Idaho authorities will retain custody of 10-month-old baby Cyrus. At least for a little while longer. Oh, so the parents don't. Uh, parents did have not him back get yet. the child uh, back yesterday oh, okay. after the court case. Um, yes, uh, yesterday I had a, a doctor's appointment at St. Luke's downtown, mm-hmm. and there were protesters with signs, you know, saying "Don't you know? Don't tear families apart." Things like that. Outside that one, even though where everything happened was actually in Meridian. Wait a minute. I thought that I, I, I thought that uh, they were just praying. I didn't know you prayed through signs. Uh, no, they were on the sidewalk as we were driving by, and they were uh, almost doing, you know, like like the guy on Fairview that advertises the mm-hmm. uh, the mattress place or whatever. Yeah. I, they they were kind of doing a little bit of a frenetic dance, but uh, that was just a couple of them. I mean, and and they were there for good cause, you know. And they have a they have a point. I mean, yeah, it's it's like I said, as much as I do respect what the police do, and uh, I respect the. Uh, uh, welfare checks that they do because you know they've done those on my family members at some point too but still i I don't think i could have handed over a baby to somebody else yeah and i and i don't know what is all going into this nobody does because the court's not going to make a decision and say hey we're not going to release the baby as of right now and then announce you know uh in a press relief this is why we didn't release the baby because this 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 and this um, that, that's just not the way the court yeah, system yeah. works. So this, this is much more personal to the people involved. Obviously. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what goes into this because e- even this, I, I personally thought that when this went to court that they were probably going to at least give the baby back to the mother. And from what I understand, I don't think the next court case is um, till April 4th. Wow. So it's, it's a little while. So that was kind of strange. In uh, other Ammon Bundy news yesterday, he was found guilty on uh, two counts of trespassing in his 2021 case, sentenced to one-year probation and a $3,315 fine. They uh, couldn't reach a unanimous decision on the third count, so that one was declared uh, mistrial. Hmm. 
So I wonder what was different about that one. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They just couldn't come to a unanimous decision. And the, there were six jurors. They started with seven, but they excused one because uh, Ammon Bundy said that he was biased. So the judge said, all right, fine. We can still do this with only six. It still has to be unanimous. Mm, so okay. they couldn't come to a unanimous uh, decision on that as of yesterday. By the way, Ammon Bundy has already said that he will appeal. Mm-hmm. So um, this this obviously isn't done. Um, he said that he will appeal his first one. He has not gone to court on the first appeal of his first trespassing charges, which he was found guilty of. Okay. Now he said he will go to court on this one that he will I've already was lost found track, guilty of, <laughs> and he still has not gone to court on his most recent trespassing charges. He's got trespassing down pat apparently. Oh well, yeah, he, yeah. But again, he he does it for a reason. To make a point. And so if he gets arrested for it, that's just, you know, part of the protest. Or he does it for a reason um, to get publicity, which, as some people well, feel that he does. I, I guess mean, it, it is free publicity. No, all I said was he has a point. I didn't say what the point was. Are, are, are we talking about any of the other gubernatorial candidates this week? Well, one, uh, uh, that would be the actual governor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, Fed, I guess this is kind of good news. They didn't raise it half a half a, a point, but um, Fed raised interest rates yesterday. We'll raise interest rates a quarter percent. I figured that's what they would do. Yeah. They don't want to overwhelm anybody. 616, let's get our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. It's a big sports day. NCAA tournament underway, of course. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli right across the street from us here in Meridian. They open up at 1030 today. Get in and get yourself some green corned beef and cabbage sandwich, some corned beef and cabbage soup. Fat Guys Fresh Deli, they're celebrating St. Patty's Day, too. Well, not surprisingly, we'll begin with basketball this morning as we get set for the NCAA tournament. Have you filled out your bracket yet? You're going to want to do that before today's games get started, and they do get started this morning. And, of course, Boise State will meet Memphis later this morning in the first round of the tournament in Portland as well. The Boise State basketball team has had a lot of milestones. Most wins with 25. Outright Mountain West regular season title first Mountain West Tournament Championship. They'll try and add NCAA win to that list. Abu Kijab, who was the Mountain West Tournament MVP, talked about why this team has been good this season. Uh, we know each other's game very well. Uh, we know what we do well. We know what we're not good at, and we stick to our strength. That's pretty much it, to be honest. You know, the game is very simple if you let it be. So we just try to go out there, make the simple right plays, and, you know, over the course of a 40-minute game, you have something special at the end. To win the game, the Broncos are going to have to handle the Tigers' press and stay out of foul trouble. Our coverage is going to begin on 670 a.m. at 11 this morning. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. And once again, we want to make sure our audience understands you'll be able to hear our regular programming today on 93.1 FM News Talk KBOI while we'll air the basketball game today on our AM station, 670 KBOI will air Bronco basketball. Again, pregame is at 11. Tip-off is at 11.45. I'm Rick Worthington. Your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Faith in Begora. Let's kiss the Blarney Stone. <laughs> Uh, Sounds let's let's kiss the Blarney Stone and not your shillelagh. Oh well, yeah, let's uh, stay away from my shillelagh. Six twenty-four. Uh, he is Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We are live at Biscuit and Hogs for kegs and eggs today. Green beer, dollar 
all day long. You're not going to find better price on uh, beer anywhere else today for your green beer. And then, of course, for breakfast today, if you want to come out and join us, corned beef, uh, hash, and eggs, 12 bucks. That's their uh, special this morning, so you can get that for breakfast. This, this is how trusting and naive I am. We showed up for a, an event called Kegs and Eggs, and you said to me this morning, oh, they don't serve eggs here. And I said, oh, really? <laughs> and, and I completely believed you. So, Even though it's called Kegs and Eggs. Yeah. Um, great game. By, by the way, if the basketball tournament is uh, going to be any indication from last night's game, play-in game between Rutgers and Notre Dame, um, we're, we're in for a great tournament, double overtime game. Um, I, I even thought it was going to go to uh, another overtime, but yeah. uh, Notre Dame made a last-second shot, pulled it out in that second overtime. Um, just an amazing game by two teams last night. And I, as I was watching this, I don't know if you watched watched the game last night. Cause I got did, over kind of late. I did not. Um, as as we're sitting there watching the uh, game in my head, because I know that uh, the game is is being played. Um, in Dayton? In Dayton. Yeah. And I'm going, if this goes past midnight their time, Notre Dame is going to win this game because Notre Dame can't lose on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and sure enough, um, as it turned over to midnight, it, you know, it, it, came, it came midnight. They won at like seven minutes after midnight their time. And even the coach says, he goes, how great is this? He goes, St. Patrick's Day, officially St. Patrick's Day. And we pull it out. And the, it, the fighting Irish. Yeah. It, in my mind, and I just go, oh my gosh, this is, if, they, if it goes to St. Patrick's Day, Notre Dame is going to win this game. And sure enough, that's what happened. Rutgers probably doesn't have a, a special day, do they? I, I don't believe so. I mean, no matter, I what, no matter yes, what day it is, they have to be in New Jersey. Yeah, yesterday, I think, was their special day and they blew it. Yeah, well, yeah, there we go. Well, March, they, they did March great. 16th, they did great until my, yeah, until <laughs> March seventeenth. Uh, but uh, if they would have won it in one of the first two, and I thought they were going to win it twice, and Rutgers was lucky to be in Rutgers was lucky to be in the thing, though. Didn't they have like fourteen losses this season? Yeah, they were playing really well at the end yeah. of the season. I think is how they got in. <laughs> gotta, Excuse me. Got to know when to peak. Uh, Boise State, Memphis today. Um, that's going to be a great game. I really think that's going to be an awesome game. Um, biggest basketball game in Boise State history? I, I would say that, wouldn't uh, you? It, it could be. I mean, I realize I've probably called 25 different games that over the years, but uh, this is definitely the latest one. The, and it's, the, it's the highest seed Boise State's ever had with the most wins Boise State has ever had. So, yeah, I see this as an important game. It's, it's kind of like Boise State's best chance ever to win an opening game yeah. in the uh, NCAA tournament, which and, and, Boise State never has yet. And that's why, I mean, if they win this game, it'll be by far the biggest win, win I think, in, yeah, in Boise definitely. State history. Um, if they lose it, it'll be just another it, game. <laughs> it does set up, uh, I mean, because a couple of things will happen. They'll set a new record for most wins. Mm -hmm. They'll set a record for the first time ever that Boise State has won uh, a, a game, game in yeah. the NCAA tournament. Um, I remember the first time we won an NIT game. Was we beat Utah back in the 80s at some point, and I was so excited about that. Yeah. Um, and then it also sets up a great storyline. Leon Rice, assistant coach for Mark Few at Gonzaga. If Gonzaga wins their game and Boise State wins their game, assistant coach going up against head coach. There's another great storyline uh, for you. And, and, and the odds are, by the way, it's not a sure thing, but the odds are Gonzaga will beat Georgia State. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's just a great storyline. I hope it happens. We'll find out beginning today. Uh, that game will be uh, here on the television. So come on out and join us. It's already underway. The sh 
Biscuit and Hogs doesn't open up until 7. Keep that in mind. So you got a little while before you have to get in here. KBOI News Time is 627. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Ah, St. Patty's Day. Top of the morn to you. Kegs and eggs and biscuit and hogs. What a wonderful way to kick off your St. Patty's Day. <laughs> I'm going to have to find the little chieftain's room here pretty soon. <laughs> um, uh, the Biscuit and Hogs location uh, opening up at 7 o'clock, so still a chance for you to make your plans to join us. Dollar green beer all day. Um, you can't drink all day unless you start at the very top of the morning. So come on down <laughs> and, and join us. Okay, I, I cannot argue with that slogan. <laughs> you can't drink all day unless you drink in the morning. Exactly. So you might as well get it underway here at Biscuit and Hogs. And where else are you going to find dollar green beer? Um, so all day long, dollar green beer starting now until close I, tonight. I don't know, but you know, if you're not in the mood to search, just come here because we, we've got them. Don't forget, you have a few hours yet to get in on the KBY Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. Um, if You have to be signed up by 10 this morning because that's when the games kick off. So 10 o'clock, go to KBY.com, click on the Million Dollar Bracket Challenge, and fill out your bracket for free. doesn't cost you anything. Um, if you get a perfect bracket, you will win $1 million. It, yeah, it's not a big some, deal. Somebody's going to get this someday eventually. All, all you have to do is uh, you know, pick the winner of 63 consecutive college basketball games. 60 winners, and you'll get $10,000 in cash. And then, of course, um, Chris, myself, Rick Worthington, Nate Shellman, we've also filled out uh, brackets. Our, sheet, our sheets of integrity. Our sheets of it. That's my, I've, the only one I've filled out this year. Really? So this is my sheet of integrity. Well, it, it was the first one I filled out, but then I, I went ahead and filled out about 63 more. With, some with ESPN, some <laughs> and, with Yahoo you, Fantasy, some with... And you highlighted uh, your sheet of integrity? CBS Sports, anybody who had a contest. Oh, and, and, and about that many women's uh, bracket. So is this, is this your sheet of integrity for the KBOI bracket challenge? <sighs> yeah, it is. It's, it's not the one... Um, it, it's not what I consider my strongest one. You know, the, the but this is the one you're counting. Yeah. Okay, got This it. is the one I'm counting. Um, so you can play along. You can have bragging rights against all of us. Um, like I said, it's free to play, so you might as well sign up right now. KBOI.com. you got to get signed up by 10 this morning. It's all brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing and uh, Westside Pizza. Remember, it's all about the pizza. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Kegs and eggs, biscuit and hogs, that's what we're broadcasting today. We are just uh, 19 minutes away from uh, opening. If you, can't, if you can't see us, which I know you can't, uh, just picture us doing a jig right now. <laughs> uh, dollar green beers all day long. And, of course, for breakfast this morning, you want to take advantage of their special. Corned beef, hash, and eggs, only $12 at Biscuit and Hogs. Mm. Hopefully we'll see you here. Uh, action gets underway at 10 this morning. This isn't the only uh, game, by the way, involving an Idaho team in, the, uh, in a national tournament, College of Idaho. We'll take on Grace College today at 12 noon. Mm-hmm. So you've got Tib off of Boise State, 11.45, College of Idaho uh, versus Great Grace College, 12 uh, noon. Or, uh, they're at Kansas City, right? Yes. Um, they're taking on uh, Grace College, Winona Lake, Indiana. So they're going to take on an Indiana team uh, this year. College of Idaho is on a 13-game win streak. They've won 24 of their last 25. They set a record for most wins ever. 
uh, best record ever at College of Idaho, and there's been some really good yeah. teams at you College remember, of Idaho. You've got to remember, Elgin Baylor used to play at College of Idaho. Mm-hmm. 31-3 and three this year. That's their best record ever. Um, there's a lot of similarities between Boise State and College of Idaho. Um, Colby Blaine, head coach of uh, College of Idaho, mm-hmm. one coach of the year for the conference. Leon Rice, coach of the year for the conference. Uh, freshman of the year, Drew Wyman, College of Idaho. Mm-hmm. Freshman of the year, Dagenhart. Boise State. Well-deserved. Um, College of Idaho Player of the Year, uh, Ricardo Time was a player of the year for the uh, conference. Um, and the other thing that they do, they play really good defense. I think Boise State's averaging uh, around 65 points a game that they uh, give up this year. Mm-hmm. Um, College of Idaho is averaging about 63 points per game. So there's a lot of similarities in the uh, two teams that are playing. So, um, And they'll be both playing at the uh, same time this year, this morning. So good luck to both. Um, College of Idaho is already in the Sweet 16. They're down to the final 16 oh, games. Terrific. And um, for Boise State to get into the Sweet 16, they would have to win today. And, uh, and uh, day after Z- tomorrow Z- as Zaga. well, Saturday. But, I mean, you, you think about it, you know, that, that the matchup against Gonzaga, what that would be like. That would that would be like Boise State in football beating Oklahoma State. Nobody or, no, or, or, or Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Nobody thought that that was going to happen in the Fiesta Bowl that year. I, st- I still Boise remember. State and, I still remember that day. I was you know part of the whole media uh, circus they were having down there for the Fiesta Bowl, and I kept getting invited to go on Oklahoma City radio stations and and talk about the game. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because their opening question would be something like, uh, how long do you think Boise State will be able to hang with <laughs> Oklahoma before, you know, Oklahoma just completely puts them away? And and I think they expected me to say, oh, it should be at least five, six minutes. <laughs> and instead, it was for three quarters yeah. and uh, about three quarters. And then at one point, we were ahead, what, 28 to 10. Yep. Now, the bad part about that is, it wasn't long after that. It was twenty-eight to twenty-eight, but yeah. still, it, you know, it ended up well. But uh, yeah, the way it ended up, um, I, I don't want to count our chickens before they hatch because we're not even to Saturday yet. They have to get by Memphis, um, so uh, I don't, and want, that's, I don't that's want anything a, to hatch here. We're going to have just regular eggs. So. Very tough, tough. Oh yeah, matchup. Um, Penny Hardaway, of course, is a head coach. Mm-hmm. Larry Brown is uh, one of the coaches. One of the coaches, Larry yeah. Brown. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty that's good assistant. Pretty good assistant, isn't it? Um, <laughs> we need somebody with experience. How about Larry Brown? Okay. They have um, what many believe a lottery pick in their uh, freshman center that plays, and he's going to be a load. Um, plus, they play uh, a smothering. Pressing defense, yeah. full court press, I'm, three I'm quarters hoping, press. Hoping Moose doesn't get into foul trouble early. That's but, that's the. But that, yeah. that's probably their plan. Um, so we'll talk with Bob Beeler, by the way. He is in Portland. He'll be calling on KBOI today. We'll talk with him coming up here uh, this morning, working out the details of what time he's going to be able to call in because he'll be headed to the Modem Center to get set up for that call. But we plan on talking with him, get his insight into the game coming up here probably within the next hour, hour and a half or so. KBOI news time is 645. Let's get our next check on sports, talking a lot about basketball again today because that is the subject of the day. Rick Worthington here to give us this latest update brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli and Meridian. Get in today. They also are celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Corned beef and cabbage soup, which, by the way, is absolutely amazing. Love their corned beef and cabbage soup. And they have green corned beef and cabbage sandwiches today. Get in and uh, enjoy it. They open up at 1030. Good morning. While we're certainly going to be paying attention to basketball today, something happened in Major League Baseball yesterday that's definitely worth talking about. And that is that the Dodgers are still handing out money hand over fist. Freddie Freeman is the latest recipient. 
Freeman agreed to terms with the Dodgers on a six-year deal. $162 million is what he's going to make in that deal. Freeman, who is now 32 years old, reached free agency for the first time in his career after helping the Braves win their first World Series in 1995, or since 95, I should say, with a six-game triumph of the Astros last season. During his 12th big league season, though, Freeman hit 300, which was eighth in the National League. He also hit 31 bombs and 83 RBIs to go along with an NL leading 120 runs scored. His deal... About $27 million a year is what he's going to get. That's still only second for first baseman in contract value because Miggy Cabrera has still got that eight-year deal with the Tigers that's paying him $31 million a year. But I think the bigger news here is that the Dodgers have now given out a $100 million contract in three straight years. They made a deal for Mookie Betts back in 2020, and they made a deal with Trevor Bauer last year. Um, So, yeah, they're still spending all kinds of money over there in L.A. I'm Rick Worthington. Night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. That was a Scottish voice that said, we're going to need more whiskey. <laughs> that, uh, the song you heard there, Flogging Molly's Drunken Lullaby. We are at uh, Biscuit and Hogs. It is kegs and eggs today. Where'd our music go? St. Patty's Day. Come on. Get into the, get into the spirit of St. Patty's Day. Okay. I, for, I for sure and be gory. Pretty clean. <laughs> um, uh, we are live at uh, Biscuit and Hogs. Kegs and eggs underway. 7 o'clock. That means we're open for business, ladies and gentlemen. You can come on in and enjoy dollar green beer. You also have the uh, special going on corn, beef, hash, and eggs. That's only 12 bucks today here at St. Patty's Day. Um, we're going to be here all day long. So we're broadcasting until 10. The watch party gets underway at 10 with the tip-off of the basketball games. Nate Shellman will be here doing his show live, 3 until 6 o'clock. 3 until 6 is also happy hour. My favorite thing about this music is how it's not the least bit obnoxious. <laughs> Isn't that true of almost all uh, yeah. St. Patty's Day music? Um, as we're uh, listening to St. Patrick's Day music there, uh, talk a little bit about St. Patrick's Day. Well, St. Patrick's Day celebrated on March 17th every year on the anniversary of the Saints' death. Many of the traditions celebrated both in America and worldwide hold little basis in Irish culture, believe it or not. For instance, oh, I, I believe that. For instance, drinking on St. Patrick's Day... Let me try that again. Drinking on St. Patrick's Day. I haven't had any beer, by the way, this morning. I just want everybody mm-hmm. to know that. Um, in in St. Patrick's Day, third heaviest drinking day in America, mm-hmm. according to alcohol.org. What beats it? I believe New Year's and... Oh, that makes sense. Gosh, you know, I don't know what the other one would be. New Year's... Halloween. I'm sorry. Halloween. Oh. I know that. Halloween and New Year's. Was the day you got laid off or something? <laughs> um, however, drinking was never a part of the original holiday in Ireland. As a matter of fact, 
pubs and bars in Ireland were closed on St. Patrick's Day uh, up until about 1970. See, that just feels blasphemous. Uh, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, believe it or not, drinking is on St. Patrick's Day is an American tradition started in America um, as well as I didn't, I didn't so even I know should, this. Right now I should sing, God bless America. I didn't know that St. Patrick's Day parades um, also is an American Just tradition. Just an American thing, yeah? Yeah, it's not, it's not, an, Irish, it's not an Irish thing. Um, the first St. Patrick's Day parade, an American creation, took place in Boston in 1737. And then other U.S. cities soon followed. Uh, much of the holiday's existence in Ireland pubs closed for people to observe the holiday due to the religious nature. Um, as I mentioned, not till the 1970s that they started allowing the pubs to stay open on St. Patty's Day. Um, here's another one. I didn't, I didn't realize this. Okay. Corned beef is not an Irish tradition in Ireland. It's not. Beef was not available for much oh. of Ireland's history. So instead, yeah, the traditional meal would consist of Irish bacon and cabbage. And not I- Irish beef and cabbage. Okay, wait, Irish bacon? Irish bacon. You mean, you mean there's, there's regular Canadian and now Irish bacon? And Irish bacon. Uh, when the Irish immigrated to the United States, corned beef was one of the easiest, cheapest meats for people to get their mm-hmm. hands on. So Irish bacon was quickly substituted with corned beef among Irish Americans when they immigrated to the United States. Wearing green also is not an Irish tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As I mentioned, St. Patrick's Day remained a religious holiday in Ireland until the mid to late 1900s. Wearing green became a thing in America around the same time as the parades began back in the 1700s. Green was worn for multiple reasons. One of the earliest reasons was because revelers thought wearing green would make them invisible to leprechauns who, according to legend, would pinch people who were not wearing green and therefore not invisible. Well, I mean, you know, plus Ireland is the Emerald Isle, and, and emeralds are green. It just makes sense to associate green with it. Uh, this, this is a big one, and, and I totally get this and knew this. Uh, another tradition that we celebrate here in the United States on St. Patrick's Day that is not celebrated in Ireland, oh, grief. drinking Irish car bombs. Irish car bomb, famous shot in the United States, consumed year-round, but really big on St. Patrick's Day. The shot consists of half ounce each of Irish whiskey, Bailey's Irish, Bailey's Irish cream topped off with Guinness beer. Now, that name comes from a weapon that the Irish Republican Army often used against Northern Ireland through the 1900s. Car bombs, yeah. yeah. We, July 1972, we, 22 car bombs went off in Northern Ireland, killing nine people, wow. injuring 130 more. While the shot may be popular in the U.S., there are many places in Ireland that wouldn't take kindly if you went into the pub and ordered an Irish car bomb. Yeah, I can, I, I can see that. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, uh, I mean, do they even celebrate it in, in they, Ireland? They celebrate it in, I- in Ireland, but it is nowhere near as big a so, holiday in Ireland what, what, as it is here in the United what States. What can you do if you want to have an authentic uh, celebration? I, mean, you can, I guess you can get into a fight. Yeah. Um, their pubs are now open, and of course, like I said, it's a it's a very religious holiday yeah. in Ireland. It's it's similar to Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is not a big holiday in Mexico. It's a huge holiday in the United mm-hmm. States. Um, once again, we drink way more in the United States on on Cinco de Mayo than they do in Mexico. But, but see, we feel guilty about it, so we have to have an excuse to drink, so we make up a whole bunch of uh, you know extra holidays. There you go. Not that they're made up, but yeah. the way we celebrate them. So very American and very made up. And and once again, if you're in Boise, the best way 
uh, according to uh, national polls, to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Boise, Idaho, is uh, head to Biscuit and Hogs for kegs and eggs today. I can't argue with that. Dollar green beer um, uh, underway. We are open. Corned beef, hash, and eggs for only $12. I don't think they have Irish bacon. I don't even know what Irish bacon would be. You know, what's a good substitute for Irish bacon? Any other kind of bacon. <coughs> I would like to try it, though, just, just to see if it's you know similar to what regular bacon would be. Uh, other good news today. This is awesome and amazing. We've talked all this week about how um, well, they have gold spoons here. Oil <laughs> has been dropping um, over $35 a barrel over the last week. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to give credit where credit is due because I complained about the gas prices going up five, ten cents per day for about a week straight. Gas prices from yesterday to today on the two places that I pass on my way to work have dropped 10 cents a gallon. Oh, terrific. It went from uh, 4 we're going to say they only went up 4 cents. No, today. they went from 450 um down to uh 440 this morning. Uh, Gosh, how can they afford that? Now, I have passed a couple like a Chevron gas station I passed was still 450 this morning mm-hmm. here just down the street from Biscuit and Hogs, but I will tell you if you're listening this morning and I have to fill up my gas tank today, so thank God I waited one day because I, I specifically waited one day to go, I think gas prices are going to drop. And sure enough, uh, so it's going to save me uh, a couple bucks I'm filling up. But if you're paying three fifty still a day at your gas station, um, might want to find a different one because there are gas stations who have dropped their prices it, 10 cents a gallon. It, it's a hardship to everybody, the gas prices. Like, for instance, I mean, I take Uber all the time, and I don't remember the last time that an Uber driver offered me a bottled water. Speaking of Uber... Uh, so obviously they're cutting back. Remind me, I have a story on Uber that... Um, I, I don't know if this is the sign of the times for Uber because of gas prices going up or people not driving as much. Because you've said you've had trouble finding mm-hmm. uh, Uber rides recently. Remind me to tell well, you a story. At, at, at 4.45 a.m., yeah. I've well, been, this was yesterday... Um, at like I think noon, on this particular Uber ride that my my son tried to get. Wait till mm-hmm. you hear this. We'll tell you about that coming up right now. Though it's time for a check on sports once again. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli and Meridian, the place to go for St. Patty's Day. If you're looking for some great uh, lunch, they've got corned beef and cabbage soup, green uh, corned beef. I don't even know what that was. Green corned beef and uh, cabbage sandwich. That was, that was somebody going. Really, they have that? They uh, open uh, up. 10.30 today. Good morning. Today is a great day for basketball, and there's going to be basketball on from early this morning until late tonight as we get into the first round of the NCAA tournament today. Of course, Boise State season last year was ended by Memphis in the NIT, and the Broncos will try to do the same to the Tigers today when they play in the NCAA tournament. Boise State is 27 and 7. Memphis is 21 and 10. Both teams play defense and rebound and just score enough to win. Abu Kijab was asked if there were any other common threads he's seen in Tiger losses. Um, they give up a lot of open threes. Uh, the way they play, they want you to go to the rim and try to put something up. And they have amazing shot blockers, so they're coming in and s- smacking that off the glass. So um, when they get beat, they usually give up open threes and. Um, and if anyone gives up open threes, that's going to beat you. Kijab was named Mountain West Tournament MVP, averaging 15 points and over four rebounds and four assists. He has been the engine of the Broncos team that has been the most consistent in the Mountain West. Our coverage will begin at 11 this morning on 670 AM. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Now you want to make sure that you get your brackets in before games get started. That's around 10 o'clock this morning. 
Meanwhile, just so you understand our programming here, 670 KBOI will air today's basketball game. Tip is at 1145 this morning. Pre-game will get started on 670 KBOI at 11. And if you're interested in our regular programming today and the ball game's not for you, cool. We've got you covered on 93.1 FM News Talk KBOI. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 723, he's Chris Walton, I'm Mike Casper. Jeremiah Bates with us this morning to talk about your money. We're live at Biscuit and Hogs. Jeremiah Bates is live um, from deep inside his basement, so he can suck it because we are uh, having a great how, day. How, how, how are corned beef futures looking? <laughs> you know, I want to know how green beer futures are looking. <laughs> Probably pretty um, well. Hey, um, yesterday the uh, Fed officially announced what we thought and hoped that it wasn't going to be a half point, but it is uh, a quarter point increase in uh, interest rates. Um, one surprising thing, they did say that there will be at least six more uh, coming before the end of the year. Um, the stock market originally didn't like what it heard and had an immediate drop. And then all of a sudden, the Dow was up over 500 points. The NASDAQ was up nearly 500 points for the day. I think the Standard & Poor was up over 200 points. So what, what happened in the interim of, of hearing that there was going to be, you know, whatever the Fed news was and the stock market dropping and being in red to all of a sudden making a huge comeback in the final hours yesterday. Yeah, no, it was pretty surprising because that, that initial news was not welcome with open arms because we saw the Dow Jones give up 500 points when that news was originally released. And then we saw a strong rally for it to actually end the day up over 500 points. So and we got to take this interest rate hike for what it is. There's the difference between Wall Street and Main Street. Wall Street is hopeful that, that the Fed's monetary tightening, it's going to bring, uh, it's going to ease inflationary pressures and hopefully it won't hurt the growth of the economy or won't hurt the, uh, um, corporate profits. That's, uh, that's always, that's, that's always the balancing act, isn't it? That, that's an ideal world. Now, whether the Fed or the Federal Reserve can do this, uh, yet to be seen. Now, if we're looking at this for your, just your average, average person, um, you know, the federal, the federal funds rate, it, it's set by the central bank. This is the interest rate which banks borrow and lend to one another overnight. So now you have the prime rate, the prime rate, which is the benchmark for many consumer and business loans. It tracks very closely the federal funds rate. So the banks are going to pass those changes in cost to the borrowers so they can meet reserve requirements. Okay, so bottom line is borrowing is going to get more expensive. But a single a single quarter point rate hike in the near term is going to have very minimal impact. But if we look at this moving forward, if we look at six rate hikes and maybe, maybe more as time goes on, um, you're going to see these consumer rates go up. So if you have adjustable rate mortgages or home equity lines of credit, these things that are pegged to the prime rate, these are going to be more directly affected. So my suggestion is anyone out there with a variable variable rate loan, uh, might I would in. say might it, yeah, it's a good time to refinance now into a fixed rate because who knows? We may never see these uh, low of rates ever again. So something that you want to look at your own household situation, but uh, I'd say look into yeah. it. Um, I was just sitting there quickly in my head doing it, so I apologize if I get the math wrong, but if they do, as the Fed says, are going to plan on doing six more rate hikes and each one's a quarter point by the end of the year, you're talking 1.75% higher interest rates than what are right now. 
Yeah, and you're you're already seeing uh, uh, the mortgage rates move. So the average thirty year fixed rate home mortgage is now over one percent. So that's a that's over one percent than what we saw last year. So um, which, yeah, na- which na- by the way is still very low. Yeah, no, I mean historically yeah. very low. But now you also got to look on the flip side because uh, you also want to look at your savings accounts and your CDs. The average savings account right now is yielding for U.S. banks currently at zero point zero six percent. So yeah, this that's is historically about what mine's low. Yeah, that's, <laughs> now, now that's here, about what mine's now don't expect that to increase, right? Now banks still have a what? lot of headwinds. These these interest rate hikes probably won't transition into fixed savings uh, products. Um, so again, don't keep don't sit on too much cash because you're just going to be getting eaten <laughs> away with inflation. But make sure oh, you have enough I, to cover your emergencies. Yeah, I, I I never sit on too much cash. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremiah, ahead uh, of the opening, stock market is uh, in the red as of right now. So it looks like it's going to open up in negative territory after a great day uh, ending yesterday. We'll get an update in about an hour and talk to you again tomorrow morning at the same time. Thanks, gents. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Live from Biscuit and Hogs, it's kegs and eggs today. Uh, We've got corned beef, hash, uh, breakfast special, 12 bucks, green beer all day long. And the watch party comes up. Nate Shelmody will be doing his show live today. Um, and as fun as this is for us, I think uh, the person we're talking to uh, on the phone this morning, maybe uh, an even better job today. Live from Portland, Oregon, voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler with us. Bob, and he, and thanks he, thanks he, for getting up er, early a, to talk with us. He gets a good seat, too. Yeah, we've, you, Bob? We've, got an early, we've got an early tip today. Uh, you know, rarely do you start a game before noon uh, local time, and even mountain time is local in the Pacific time. So we're going to tip at uh, 10.45 Pacific time today. And, boy, this game, when I look at it, I think this game is going to be one of those that Boise State is probably going to play. It's going to come right down to the wire. Uh, 27-7 and for the Broncos, 21-10 and for Memphis. And uh, Boise State's played so many games that are close, guys. Six points. Uh, which is two possessions. Boise State twelve and four this year in games that are close, and it's interesting because Memphis has not played that many, and the ones they've played, they've they've gotten beat. Memphis uh, this season in games six points the last two and five. So, what do you um, look at as uh, the success uh, uh, pathway to success for Boise State beating Memphis? What do they have to do? Well, they have to take care of the ball. Number one, uh, this is a team that'll press. Uh, more than anybody they've seen this year. They're long. They're athletic. They'll come at you with different players and waves. They're a deeper team by far than Boise State. That'd be one of the edges I would give for Memphis in this game. They'll play probably close to 12 players in this game. Uh, Boise State, if, if you know if, if things go according to Hoyle, seven, maybe eight that they want to get in. So foul trouble could be a problem, more so for Boise State than for Memphis in the game today. But I think it's got to be handled the pressure. In the game last year in the NIT, guys, uh, Boise State turned the ball over 15 times, which is about an average game for a Memphis opponent. But 12 of the 15 turnovers were in the first half. So I think they need to weather the storm early. I think having kind of seen them last year in the NIT, I think is going to be uh, a, a benefit for this one. Uh, kind of interesting. We were talking last night how, you know, kind of things kind of parallel, you know, football a little bit. Uh, 
if you remember back to 2008 season, 2009 season, Boise State in 08 played poinsettable against TCU, lost the game by one point, and then came back the next year. The same two teams were matched in the bowl game again and won, and won the better game, won the Fiesta Bowl, <laughs> to finish undefeated. So we're kind of thinking, okay, last year we go to Texas, lose by three points in the NIT, which would be more akin to the Fiesta Bowl, and then come back in the NCAA tournament and maybe hopefully win in advance of what one would guess would be Gonzaga in uh, in the game Saturday. I love that comparison, and I certainly hope it comes true. <laughs> Memphis obviously has lost 10 games this season, so somebody has been able to handle their big center. Uh, how have they done it? Um, I I think a lot of games that Memphis has lost early in the season, Memphis kind of beat themselves. Um, I think that, you know, some of the games they, you know, if not, uh, not maybe played to the game plan would be some of the things that I've talked to with, with people. They've they've been better of late, but uh, you know, their center's a freshman. And when you think of somebody that is about as opposite as a freshman in the middle, you can get is our He's big. He's strong, he's tough, he's smart, um, he's experienced, um, might be just the kind of guy inside. I mean, I think of some of the better games that Armouche has had, it's been when he's been fired up and, and the other team has had a good center. Uh, he's going to have to stay on, on, the, on, on the floor. I mean, I mean, he can't be in foul trouble. Um, you know, he's, they need him today to kind of come through with a game like he played against EK in Wyoming uh, last weekend. The um, thoughts that I saw from uh, Memphis newspapers in, in, in reading was that they try to funnel teams to go to the basket where they've got a bunch of shot blockers and mm-hmm. uh, that one of their weaknesses is guarding the threes. How many threes do you think Boise State has to make to pull this out today? I think they need to make more than eight, I think. I think about eight maybe would be a good number. Um, I think percentage is always a key. I don't think you want to you know, make eight or nine threes and then be shooting, you know, 25%. I, I think, you know, percentage is going to be, you know, important. Boise State makes on the season 35% from three. So I, I think you have to be at about, you know, your average. You don't want to be too much below average. I think you're right. I think you are going to need to make some things go, uh, you know, from the outside. They've got capable shooters. cuts a 40% shooter, shavers a a thirty percent, thirty-six percent shooter. They're going to need several from Dagan Hart, like you know he had last week against uh, San Diego State. Rice off the bench for a couple. You know, well, I, I guess I, I'll go with eight. Eight. I guess the encouraging thing too is, in case people forget, last year when uh, Memphis uh, beat Boise State, Key Jab was out and Rice were out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And then the, you know, and then if you go to Memphis's side. Uh, Duran is significantly better than C. Saint. It was their center last year. Duran's a freshman. Interesting thing today that people are going to want to watch for. Uh, number one for Memphis, Amani Bates is a player that hasn't played since January 27th, and he was out there practicing yesterday. Um, and there are thoughts that he may actually get into the game for Memphis. He is one of the top recruits, had huge money at the beginning of the year on NIL. Uh, they project him to be the next Kevin Durant, really good shooter. Uh, but for whatever reason, when he played, they didn't play very well. It was like yeah, it was a you know square peg in a round hole. Um, there's talk that they may try to play him today. 
just listening to folks talk around there. Some folks think that uh, that would be a bad move. Some people think it would be a good move. So something certainly to watch for somebody that hasn't played since the end of January. All right, Bob. Thank you uh, for taking some time with us this morning. I know you got to get to um, the uh, game and get ready. We're looking forward to the call. Once again, special time for the pregame, 11 o'clock, uh, 11.45 tip-off. And once again, just for everybody, um, you will hear it on 670 KBOI, regular programming on 93.1. Uh, so if you want to hear the game, just remember you got to listen to 670 KBOI. Bob, thank you. Let's hope. Let's hope we're uh, talking tomorrow about a game on Saturday against Gonzaga. I would love it. Would love it. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Kegs and eggs, biscuit and hogs, St. Patrick's Day. We've got the watch party. One dollar green beer. We've ordered breakfast, corned beef. Hash and eggs on the way. Um, life couldn't be better right now. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I, and we get paid for this crap. I, I t- t- uh, we get paid a little. Yeah, uh, I uh, can't think of, of of a way to improve St. Patrick's Day at least. But, no. you know, and the the better way than starting with uh, corned beef in the morning. Dollar Green Bear underway, of course, and that'll be going on all day long. Watch party starts at ten o'clock. Don't forget to get your million dollar bracket filled out. It must be filled out at, by ten. Sharp, all right? So if you want a chance at a million dollars or a chance at $10,000 or just bragging rights over Chris or myself or Nate or Rick, uh, make sure you get that bracket filled out once again. Oh, this looks good. Guess what we just got? Food. Corned beef, uh, hash, and uh, eggs for me. What'd you get? A big ham steak? I, I got a, a, yeah, a huge piece of ham and some oh, eggs and so some good. toast and some potatoes. And I, I know we're not due for a break right now, but can we take a break? <laughs> a breakfast break? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, Let's do our jobs and have <laughs> breakfast. Um, by the way, I told you I was going to tell the uh, story. Have you noticed Uber prices? Because you take Uber quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, have they been going up now that gas prices have been going up? Have you noticed that in the last couple of months? A, a, a little bit. They, they do vary, uh, of course, at all times of the day. But uh, I became a, an Uber member, so I've got like a special monthly thing that I pay that gets me 10% off, which it doesn't sound like a lot, but you can make up for it in about three days. Yeah. So what is it, like from your house to um, the radio station, what does it cost you? 12 for bucks plus 12, tip. 12 bucks. Um, and then I'm always a schmuck, so I tip like $5, so I don't know. So uh, my son uh, and my wife had gone to Kentucky earlier this week for Berkshire Hathaway Conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, when my son came back, he parked his car at, at, at our house and rode with my wife, and my wife came back uh, a day earlier. So um, he was just going to take an Uber to our house from the airport. Yeah, should be easy. To Nampa. And usually that's around 30 bucks mm-hmm. to, to do that. Um, yesterday at uh, 11 o'clock, $170. To get to Nampa? Boise Airport to you, our house in Nampa, mo- $170. You know, most of the time they'll take you to uh, American Falls for about that, uh, I, I wouldn't which, which think is 200 miles away. At, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning that you would have something like surge pricing going on. I don't know what the deal was if they're... Uh, that, that's why I, th- I would ask you. It's like, because you've been riding, it's like, wow, mm-hmm. have they jumped up gas prices so much that Uber has had to... Increase well, by a hundred percent or something. When you order an Uber, there, are, as you know, I think there are three t- different kinds of vehicles you can get. You can get whatever's available. Like this morning, I rode in a Toyota Corolla, which was nice. But you know, I have mm. a tendency to wedge myself in and out of there. Uh, 
but you can get that, or you can get a larger. Um, right. So you can, you know, the, you're, SUV you're sure to have, or, yeah. yeah, you're sure to have a leg room and, and plenty of room, or you can get a vehicle that'll, you know, take four or five or six people. And they have different prices. I, I usually get the uh, the one to be comfortable, and they were sixteen dollars a few weeks ago, and now they're over twenty. Normal. So they have they have yeah. gone up, and I know they are charging a, a surcharge now. Uh, it's not because much. Of gas it's like forty five or fifty cents. Fifty five cents, uh, I think, yeah. is what it is. Uh, That's what so, it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not a whole lot. I just. I just was blown away when uh, they said, that obviously, he didn't take an Uber because it almost cost as much as his airline ticket to fly to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I was just curious if, that, if prices have been ridiculous on yet, the, uh, the ride was, sharing. A guy was telling me the other day that sometimes he picks people up at the airport and they, go, they have 150 or 200 miles to go and he just takes them. Yeah. KBY Newstime 756. Stick around. 101 $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette. We'll give you the Casper and Chris damn near impossible question right after traffic. 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, yeah, showtime. We are definitely underway today. It is kegs and eggs at Biscuit and Hogs in Meridian. We've got dollar green beers. That's going to be going on all day long for you. Um, I currently am uh, trying to uh, find time uh, amongst my job working to uh, get my corned beef and uh, hash. That's on special for $12. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely fantastic. I just realized I, had a, I ordered a uh, Virgin Bloody Mary this morning. And or- did, were you eligible? I, I believe so. I can wear white. <laughs> um, and it, it, it's got little chunks of stuff in the bottom of it. And I'm, I'm like... Is it, was, is it chunks of stuff that's supposed to be in a Bloody Mary? That's what I was wondering. And oh. then I, as I was starting to drink a little more of it and chewing up the chunks in the bottom, I went. I, the realization finally hit me. It's bacon. Oh, it, they it, have it, chunks of candied bacon in the bottom of their, yeah. of their Bloody Marys. There's potatoes on my plate, and there are chunks of bacon in that, too. Oh, my gosh. I, I was just so happy. I was happy at 6 o'clock this morning because they should, they we got to be out of the studio here at Biscuit and Hogs, which was great already. And instead of having a second location called Biscuit and Hogs, they should call it you know, Chunks of Bacon. Ooh, that's actually not a bad name. Where are you going to eat this morning? I thought we'd go to Chunks, chunks of, bacon. of Bacon. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, kegs and Eggs will be going on all day uh, here. Uh, you've got Kegs and Eggs till 10, and you've got the watch party. Uh, beginning at uh, 10 o'clock this morning. Some of the games will be kicking off. Uh, and then uh, Boise State, of course, that gets underway. Pre-game 11 o'clock with Bob Beeler on 670 KBOI. And then the tip-off 1145 Modem Center in uh, Portland, Oregon, taking on Memphis. If you want to weigh in about your thoughts of the game, our phone lines are open this morning, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you'd like to do that, you can also email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. After that, Nate Shulman will be doing his show this afternoon. Afternoon, beginning at 3 o'clock, which coincidentally is the same time happy hour begins. Or not coincidentally, they they planned it that way. Uh, But that will go on 3 until 6. Nate's show goes on 3 until 6. Mm -hmm. Coincidence? No, I don't think so. (laughs) By the way, I I wanted to... 
Look at this. This this that is sounds dangerous broadcasting during happy hour. This is the happy hour menu, by the way. I want to yeah. read some of the stuff on the happy hour menu. Okay. Um, so we already have green beer going on. That's going to be a dollar, and those are going. You can get your green beer right now for St. Patty's Day. Craft mm-hmm. uh, pints are two dollars. White claws two dollars. Uh, they've got uh, classic mimosas for two bucks. Uh, Wells. Two dollars, margaritas, Moscow mules, both three bucks. Those are usually seven dollar drinks. And then they've got Long Island iced tea and Cosmopolitan for four bucks. Their hog fashion signature drink is eight dollars. All their signature drinks are half price, by the way. You can just order a mule, by the way, if you're boycotting everything that says Moscow. Or you can Moscow Idaho mule. You got Moscow Idaho. So you, I mean, it, I feel like that would taste different. Um, then some of the food that they've got, they've got Southern firecrackers for three dollars. Um, it's a seasoned blend of garlic and onion powder, ranch mix, red pepper flakes, coasted on saltine crackers, baked golden brown, served with spicy ranch and cheese sauce for dipping. I like that because it sounds like something I would make at home. Barbecue. But cob- I'm sure it, it's much better. Here, ribs, $6. Fried fish tacos, $6. Hmm. Carne asada fries for $7. Uh, better bar nacho, a half order, $8. Pulled pork sliders, $8. Country-made finger steaks, 10 bucks, and campfire s'mores, $6. That's the happy hour menu. Seven days a week, by the mm-hmm. way, 3 until 6 o'clock every day. Nate Shellman will be here with you uh, this afternoon for your happy hour. And, of course, the watch party continues on into the night here at Biscuit and Hogs. <laughs> um, we're sitting here just in the place we're sitting. Uh, we're in uh, view of three large screen televisions. There right. are large screen TVs throughout the place. So no matter where you sit here, you're going to be able to see the games. That's the good news. Yeah. Probably more than one. Keep in mind, uh, the game is on 670 KBOI today. So if you're going to listen to the game, 670 KBOI, I understand there are people that are not basketball fans. I understand there are people who are not Boise State fans. I don't know what's wrong with you, but okay. Um, For those of you, listen to 93.1, regular programming. You'll get Dan Bongino. Uh, beginning at uh, 10 o'clock and mm-hmm. continuing through the game um, for his show. So you'll get regular programming, 93.1 FM, and then on 670, that's where the basketball game will be. Uh, don't forget, you have uh, just a little under two hours to get signed up for the KBY Million Dollar Bracket Challenge, by the way. A million dollars if you can get a perfect bracket You've got uh, $10,000 if you can pick 60 of the games right. And then uh, even if that, it's absolutely free to play. Um, You can have bragging rights because Chris has filled out a bracket. Nate, Rick, myself, we've all filled out brackets. You can see how well you do against all of us. Can you beat any of us? Can you beat one of us? Um, but get that bracket filled out because, once again... Or more likely, again, can you beat all three of us? <laughs> the bracket will close down at 10 o'clock, first tip-off of the first game. So you have till 10 o'clock to uh, get to that today. So a lot of fun going on. Uh, once again, we'd love to say, uh, see you and say hi here before 10 o'clock. Starting to get people um, filling up the place here at uh, Biscuit and Hogs. And uh, as well, you should because you're not going to find better uh, food today. And, of course, you got all those specials, too. So hopefully we'll see you here. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Today's also Thursday. Um, we've got probably just a couple more, I would say max, three weeks of the Idaho legislature. I, I'm guessing they're going to be out by the end of, of, of March. If they can I, get I, I know that's done. what they're all hoping for. Um, and every Thursday and Friday, we talk to the lawmakers uh, today. We'll be talking to uh, the House. That's coming up here in about 25 minutes. Uh, and coming up next, $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette could be yours. If you can answer our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. We'll get to that right after Bronco Sports today.
Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette. If you can answer our question today, Dick is going to get the first crack at our question. Morning. Dick, good morning. Hi what there. sportscaster first called the NCAA tournament March Madness? Henry V. Porter. Henry V. Porter is not it. Oh. Keep trying. Keep in mind, once again, I'll read the question again. Which sportscaster first called the NCAA tournament March Madness? Jeff, what sportscaster? Brent Musburger. Brent Musburger is correct. That is uh, exactly right. Now, now Dick was correct. Henry Porter in 1939 called it March Madness in reference to basketball. Um, he is a high school official. He was calling March Madness uh, in, in reference to high school basketball in 1939. It didn't become associated with the NCAA until Brent Musburger used it during coverage in the 1982 tournament so yes it originally goes back to henry porter but the first person generally is calling it march madness and the first sports double tournament and the first sportscaster was brent musk i i had just guessed without looking it up and and i figured it was probably dick vital because it's to me i mean starting in about the 80s dick vital was the tournament Dick Vital, Dickie yeah. V, baby. Uh, he's, he's got the legs to go coast to coast. Shoot the rock, baby. <laughs> MVP. He's MVP. A di- he's a diaper dandy. Uh, congratulations. Hang on the line, Jeff. You've got a $50 gift certificate to Huck House Brunchette. Keep in mind, Huck House Brunchette tomorrow morning. Both Brunchettes, uh, Huck House and Blue Bench. Brunchette. We've got our uh, sweet deal, KBY sweet deal, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. You'll be able to get a $50 gift certificate for only 25 bucks, half price deal. Do yourself a favor. Make sure and set your alarm to do this. Um, if you've never been to either one of those places, you are absolutely going to love it. Sister restaurants right here to uh, Biscuit and Hogs. Um, once again, that sweet deal, it will sell out very quickly tomorrow morning. begins at 9 o'clock. You just go to KBY.com, click on the sweet deal link. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up, news at the bottom of the hour and on the way here in just about 10 minutes. Uh, we talk to the lawmakers in the Idaho legislature every Thursday and Friday morning. Thursdays, it's the House. Today, we'll be talking to Representative Lauren Nekachia, District 19 in Boise, followed up by uh, Representative Scott Betke, also the Speaker of the House. District 27 in Oakley, that is on the way next here on News Talk KBOI. 670 KBOI covers the Idaho legislature, all of the issues, all of the debates. Today, we have Idaho State representatives joining Casper and Chris on 670 KBOI. 838, live from Biscuit and Hogs in Meridian. It's kegs and eggs, the watch party. Uh, we're here till 10 o'clock today. And on the phone line uh, with us, uh, we have Democratic Representative Lauren Nekachia, District 19 in Boise. House Assistant Minority Leader, uh, member of the House Commerce, Human Resources Committee, House Environment, uh, Energy and Technology Committee, House Revenue and Taxation Committee, and House Ways and, and Means Committee. And one more brand new job. Yeah, um, about to be uh, the Minority Leader, correct? Well, well the uh, chairman of the Idaho Democratic Party. Oh, yes. 
We should probably let her talk now. <laughs> good morning, and thanks for being with us this morning. Good, good morning. Thanks for the comprehensive introduction. <laughs> Did we leave anything out? No, no, no. Uh, oh, an all-around good person. There, I, I forgot to mention that one also. Um, thank thanks for thank being you. with us. Uh, great to talk to you again uh, this session. Um, being on the... Uh, taxation committee the one thing uh that i wanted to bring up first this morning uh looks like we're not going to get too much done on property taxes again this legislative session um what happened it's well it's really disappointing um the first thing that happened is a lot of money 600 million dollars went out the door in the first few weeks of the session um those dollars could have been used to pay down property taxes that's what people are asking for it could have been used to repeal the sales tax on groceries, but instead it went to those rebate checks and um, cor- corporate and, in- and income tax cuts at the top of the spectrum. So, so if you have a very large income or <laughs> if you're a profitable cor- corporation, you really benefited from that policy. And, but, and that's what those dollars went to, kind of closing the door to other opportunities. Idaho uh, became the first state to pass uh, an abortion ban based on the Texas law. How did you feel about that entire thing? I was opposed to that very extreme. It's the most extreme piece of legislation um, that we've seen in abortion. It won't even allow someone who has a non-viable fetus, you know, that, those heartbreaking circumstances where where the fetus is non-viable that you're still going to have to carry that pregnancy to term, no matter how heartbreaking that is. And the exceptions for rape and incest are are meaningless because the the paperwork is too cumbersome. It's just going to be too cumbersome for most people. Um, So that was was the most extreme thing that we could have done. And um, I think didn't leave enough room for people to make choices based on their, their their really difficult situations. So is this going to be the last month for abortion in Idaho? Um, we will see what the governor does on that. Do you uh, do you think he's going to uh, sign it? What are, what are your what's your inclination? I'm just asking your opinion. Uh, he doesn't tip his hand to me. <laughs> well, that's surprising. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have some good news. Can I talk about some good news? Yes, please. Uh, I would love to hear some good news. Okay, so Representative Sally Toon, she's our House Democratic Caucus Chair. She's a rancher and retired teacher, and she for six years has been trying to get some sort of loan repayment incentives to help rural schools uh, recruit and retain their teachers. This is an enormous problem, especially in eastern Idaho and states uh, or or parts of Idaho that border states where teachers have, have much higher salaries if they cross the border. And um, yesterday, she finally, it was a 36-30 vote. She passed this bill for rural teachers and for the rural teacher incentive. And I think it's really going to help make sure we have quality teachers um, all across the state, not just in, you know, the cities. And so that's really exciting. It was a close vote. A majority of the House Republicans voted against it, but um, Democrats made the difference. And we got that passed. And so that's, that's really exciting. So how would, how would that work? What would the incentives uh, be, do you know, specifically? Um, it depends that you have to, it, it's kind of like a graduated approach. So um, after your first year, if you stay on for a second year, third year, fourth year, the incentive grows bit by bit, and you can use it for either um, advancing your education while, while you're teaching or for uh, repaying your student loan. But the, the longer uh, you stay, the bigger the incentive. So we can keep mm-hmm. those teachers as they get more and more experience so that we can keep, keep them in those underserved parts of Idaho. 
what is the status of of the uh, Idaho trans bill that makes it illegal to take a teenager out of state for uh, trans treatment? For gender-affirming care, the um, House, I'm sorry, the Senate um, GOP leadership um, made a, set, put out a statement that they there were a lot of tech, to paraphrase there were a lot of technical problems with this bill and that it would not get a hearing. Um, so we won't be sending doctors to jail or giving them an up to a life prison sentence um, for for prescriptions that our transgender youth are saying are saving their lives and preventing suicide. Um, there's been a flurry of bills that have been passed and sent to the governor's desk over the uh, last week. Um, can you give us an idea of what is still in the uh, pipeline? Because my guess is you're still aiming to try to get out on the 25th. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but what are some of the things still in the pipeline that uh, might still reach the governor's desk? Yeah, we have a bit of unfinished business in a bill that the Republicans passed last year that this is poised to remove 2,000 low-income seniors from the property tax reduction program because it had some just really strict um, limitations on, you know, if your house value is, is at a certain level, even if you're low income, you can't qualify for the program. The House passed a bill to at least reduce the number of seniors who are going to be kicked off property tax assistance. And this sounds ridiculous that, we're, that, we're, that this is where we're at. Um, and then the Senate also passed a bill those are in conflict, and so we need one chamber to, to pick up the other chamber's bill, and I hope we can do that. I warned against, you know, the harmful impacts a year ago when they passed that bill, and we still, we still need to get that taken care of because I imagine a lot of seniors are pretty nervous about that. What, uh, uh, since you are a Democrat, I, I will phrase it this way, what, is, <laughs> what has been the biggest disappointment of this session so far? Um, I think the focus on kind of, Problem. <laughs> I'm going to say the focus on imaginary problems. You know, a bill to jail librarians um, because their parents got mad that they, that they checked something out from the library that they didn't like. Um, that's that's not productive. We can have constructive conversations about how we select materials in our libraries. I think if you're a concerned parent, go and talk to the library. <laughs> the library. We should not be threatening jails. So the focus on all these kind of um, hot-button issues has really distracted us from the low-hanging fruit around property taxes. Why haven't we increased the homeowner's exemption when we know it should be $175,000 to keep up with home prices and the Republicans keep capping it and maybe letting it inch up a little bit at a time? Um, these are just bread-and-butter issues that uh, that are impact Idahoans and <laughs> impact their, their ability to make their paycheck stretch to the end of the month. And I'm disappointed that we haven't focused on on those. Idaho State Representative Lauren Nekachia, thank you for being with us this morning. Um, uh, nothing against you, um, but I hope we don't talk to you again until next year. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Same here. Thanks so All much. Right. Uh, good All luck right. to you, you. Um, and the rest of your session. KBY News Time is 8:46. We'll take a break. When we come back, Representative Scott Bedke, also Speaker of the House, District 27 in Oakley, will be with us. 670 KBOI covers the Idaho legislature, all of the issues, all of the debates. Today, we have Idaho State representatives joining Casper and Chris on 670 KBOI. 851, he's Chris Walton, I'm Mike Casper, and on the phone with us this morning, uh, Republican Representative Scott Bedke, District 27 in Oakley, also Speaker of the House. Good morning, Speaker. Thank you for being with us this morning. You're, you're welcome. Good morning to you, too. 
Good to talk to you uh, again. Um, speaker, I want to I talk uh, real quickly here about uh, property taxes. I, I know there are a lot yeah. of people that hope something had happened, on, would get done on property tax. Um, one huge out-of-the-box proposal was getting rid of most of uh, property taxes in favor of increasing sales tax to 7.85%. And, and for my, one of the reasons that I've heard that, it, um, that they didn't get through this year is they want to spend more time educating the public on how it would affect the average person. Um, can you give us an idea? Is this something that's going to be coming up in the next year's legislative session again? Well, I suspect, I suspect that it will or, or a version thereof. I mean, it, it, uh, it was a pretty simple concept. You add up all the money that is collected through property taxing homes or where the owner occupies the home, and you get a, you get a number, and then you raise the sales tax. Uh, in this case, it was 1.85 uh, cents, 100. Anyway, uh, so your sales tax would go to 7.85, and that raises the same amount of money. And then it's, you know, so then it's, so then the local units of government that would have got the property tax get the, the increased revenue from the, the sales tax. It's a simple concept, but, and there are very few homeowners that when they do the math will be net losers. Uh, in fact, I, I, it would be a very unique situation for, to not be better off if you look at it only through the eyes of a, of a, of a homeowner. And so what's not to like, right? Well, for every, you know, but for every winner, there is a loser. And so the impacts out in the other parts of the economy. So now all building material would be, you know, there'd be a little higher tax on that. Every, every vehicle we buy, everything else that we touch that is touched that is subject to a sales tax, that would, you know, that would go up. The sales tax on that would go up, including food. And so, uh, you know, but embedded in that piece of legislation was an increase in the grocery tax credit. Uh, that's how we've treated that issue since 1965, uh, because we only want the benefits to go to Idaho and some people that don't file taxes in Idaho. So it was there's a lot of moving parts in that bill, uh, but conceptually, uh, I mean, it, it it people pause and look at it because uh, the the property taxes that we pay on our homes are are. You know, in many cases, particularly around here, have doubled in the last five or six years, and that's unsustainable. If we want our seniors to be able to age in place, uh, et cetera, then we cannot keep raising the owner-occupied home taxes. So that, that, was, the, that was the idea. Uh, it, it, it became very complicated. And everybody was working the numbers for, you know, in their own situation, and we encourage people to do that. But um, but it was but it was thought that we anyway the bill the bill was pulled uh, because it uh, we did not want to rush on something this big this is this is a big uh, policy change and for all those reasons we we slowed it down. Mr. Speaker, I, I know you're planning to uh, end the session, if possible, uh, eight days from now. Uh, on that note, what is, in your opinion, the number one accomplishment of the legislature so far this year? Well, uh, we this year was the second year where we did back-to-back historic tax cuts. Uh, you know, we had a historic one last year and another one this year. So I think uh, when we look back, um, that'll probably be one of the bigger things. Uh, we made important, uh, you know, strategic investments in our in our K-12 system. 
the higher ed budgets passed yesterday, at least off the House. Um, we'll make historic uh, investments into our infrastructure on our roads and bridges. And uh, I guess the bottom line is that Idaho's economy is performing very well. We live in the fastest growing state in the nation. And, uh, and we're going to have a few growing pains, and we're being able to make major investments in the areas where those growing pains will be, in schools, in roads. We're going to shore up our water infrastructure as well. And we're doing this, in, and, and the economy is performing well enough that we're able to also give tax relief at the same time. You know, so that, I think when, you know, when we look back, I mean, all of the groundwork that we've laid for the last, De- you know, a couple of decades of making or putting Idaho values into our policies have created the best state in the in the nation to live or to work or to raise a family, and we've been discovered. And uh, you know, so <laughs> so there's going to be some growing pains associated with growth. I think we need to moderate our tax or modify our tax structure so that growth better pays for growth, so that the you know so that the you know that the citizens that have been here for forever or for a extended period of time or not or you know so the growth doesn't raise their property taxes particularly so i think we've had a, a pretty good session here and uh we we've made strategic investments in ourselves in our in our infrastructure here in idaho both hard infrastructure on the right. roads and bridges but also in the soft infrastructure in our schools and i think that that'll be uh what we look back on Speaker Bedke, thank you for taking some time with us this morning. I appreciate it, and uh, hope you get out uh, next week as planned. Yeah, you're you're always welcome, and uh, may this be the last time. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Top of the morning to you. What a beautiful day it is on this St. Patty's Day. We've got Chris Walton here. We've got me and we've got patio furniture sitting right next to us. <laughs> yeah, some of it's actually stacked up very neatly. Uh, biscuit and hogs. That's where we're at today for kegs and eggs. We're, uh, KBY is going to be here all day long. So we've got uh, the breakfast going on right now, dollar green beers, if you want to come join us. We also have the uh, wonderful corned beef hash and eggs for only $12. That's their St. Patty's Day special. Um, that's what I had. Delicious, by the way. Um, go ahead and grab yourself that. Then after 10 o'clock, we've got the uh, watch party that is going to be going on. All mm-hmm. the games, all the NCAA action. All of them will be played on all the big screen TVs. Um, as I mentioned, we're sitting in a place we can see three big screen TVs. So uh, no matter where you're sitting, you're going to get views of all the games here including, today at Biscuit and Hawks. Including the one that features the uh, hometown teams of Boise and Memphis. That's uh, tip-off, 11.45, uh, the uh, pregame with Bob Beeler and Abe Jackson will get underway at 11 o'clock. Keep in mind, that's on 670 KBOI. Regular programming for those of you who have no interest in basketball um, and are, you know, um, f- foreigners for some reason um but there are people out there that don't have an interest in boise state 
Actually, basketball is more popular around the world than it is in the United <laughs> States. Um, but if you want to just hear regular programming, tune to 93.1 FM, and uh, you will hear, hear uh, Bongino, Shapiro, mm-hmm. the regular time slots. The game will be on 670 KBOI, so keep that in mind. You have less than an hour. You have 53 minutes to fill out your million-dollar bracket. KBOI million-dollar bracket challenge underway again. Chance for you to mil- win a million dollars. If you're able to fill out a perfect bracket, if you get 60 games right, you can still win $10,000. It's absolutely free to play, and you can get bragging rights. Chris, myself, Nate, Rick have all filled out a bracket. Um, you'll be able to follow along and see if you're doing better than, than we are today. Uh, I've got a bunch of upsets. Um, Helen just wrote us in. Mike at KBY.com says, I filled out my bracket, mostly with schools that are Catholic and chose Gonzaga to win the final game. Um, I think that's a that's a good pick. However, um, St. Peter's, if you pick St. <laughs> Peter's this morning, um, number 15 seed against the number two seed, probably not going to come the, to fruition. On the women's side, you could pick Incarnate Word. There you go. They did, And they won yesterday, didn't they? Uh, they might have. I'm not sure. I can't remember. They either won or lost. It was one of those. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they did, the game did not end in a tie. For Boise State, to give you an idea... Boise uh, State is uh, not the favorite. Memphis, a two-and-a-half-point favorite if you are going to bet. So a nine favorite over an eight. Yes. Um, if you're going to bet the money line, you have to bet $140 to win $100 on Memphis. And if you uh, bet $100, you win $115 on Boise State. That's if you're betting the money line, not taking the odds. Over-under, apparently Las Vegas thinks that this is going to be a defensive game. Over-under is only 131.5 points. Wow. So, uh, so about, what, 66-65 will yeah, be the final. Huh? Yeah, so, um, yeah, a, a defensive game. They're, they're, and both teams play very good defense, so um, I guess that's not anything too crazy. Um, some other uh, March Madness fun facts. An estimated $10 billion, that's with a B, $10 yeah. billion will be wagered on March Madness games alone this year. And that's about a 30% increase uh, more than the Super Bowl. Four billion of that will be bet illegally. Four out of the 10 billion will be bet illegally. They always give you the statistic that, like, you know, several billion dollars will be bet on uh, March Madness. They never give you a stat on how much will be won by people. Because <laughs> my guess is it's a considerably it's, smaller yeah, number. Yeah, smaller number. Unless you're, you know, the, the casino. Uh, revenue for the NCAA last year was nearly $1.2 billion. The NCAA distributed around 107, 170 million of that to Division I schools. Oh, that's nice. let, me, let, me, let me repeat that, just to give you the disparate, disparity there. NCAA last year generated $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion. The NCAA distributed $170 million of that to Division I schools. So they, they earned about $1,200 millions and they distributed 170 of them. It's a pretty good profit margin, isn't Alrighty, it? Alrighty then. Uh, do you know who college basketball's highest coach is? Highest paid coach? <laughs> I, I could have made a guess on the highest coach, but let's see, the highest paid coach... Uh, I don't know, Calipari or somebody like that? Very good. Eight point oh, is that who, is that who yeah, it is? Oh, $8.1 million. That was a stab in the dark. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a difficult one because he was in a big demand there for, you know, what was it, Louisville and Kentucky were both vying for him. To the uh, players, the NCAA shells out $0. 
For what it's worth, the average Division One men's basketball scholarship worth around seventy-one thousand dollars, so seventeen thousand eight hundred fifty per year. But the players can uh, have the rights to their own likenesses now. Yeah. Name, image, and likeness, so they can start making money. Uh, corporate bosses, supposedly, according to studies, will lose thirteen point eight billion dollars due to unproductive workers like Chris and I during the tournament <laughs> who just sit there eating breakfast, watching the game. Drinking and talking, and rather than working, that's a lot. Well, thirteen point eight doesn't apply to us because this productivity. is this is actually what we do for a living. So you know, <laughs> Shh. we don't want our bosses well, to know this is what we do for a living. Well, I don't want them to think that I'm not being productive. The odds of finishing with a perfect bracket, which, by the way, um, we have the one million dollars you can win if you finish with a perfect bracket in the KBOI million dollar bracket challenge. And those odds? Odds are one in one hundred twenty. Billion, And that's assuming you know something about college basketball. If you're a non-fan who just guesses, the odds go to 1 in 9.2 quintillion. How many zeros in a quintillion? You know what, what gets me is I've been in, in uh, pools before, office pools and things like that for March Madness. And generally the person who wins is the one who doesn't know anything about basketball. They, they just pick, you know, like, oh, this team might win. And they pick all the upsets because they, they, were, they didn't know who was supposed to be, you know, favored. I uh, had a coworker that I worked with, and she picked um, the teams based on whether or not she dated somebody from that school. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, well, I go, what, what are the chances you got? Maybe, maybe a couple people that you've dated? And she goes, no, this year I, I have 27 um, of the schools covered. <laughs> and the rest she just guessed on. Wow. So, uh um, she uh, dated active, a lot. Active, active, yeah, active individual. Dated okay, let's put it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> this is kind of surprising too, according to uh, Wallet Hub. Yeah. Uh, d- what would you guess? Um, pizza orders for fans of teams who lose the game, percentage-wise, uh, as far as an increase over the um, winners of the game. So fans I, of losers. I don't. I don't really understand the question. So, um, how many people? Do you think the the increase? I'm telling you right now, it's an increase. People order pizza more if their team loses. How oh. much more? Ten uh, percent more. Twenty percent increase. Twenty losing. Yeah, on the losing team's fans ordering pizza. I I guess pizza is for losers. Is the only thing so, I can. So so my family is not the only one that drowns their sorrows in pizza. I guess not. Okay. Um, and finally, for you, most of you already know, number one seeds: Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, and Kansas. Uh, first time since seeding began which happened in 1979, that the ACC only has one team among the f- top four seasons. Is that right? That? Yep. And that's Yeah, Duke. North Carolina and Duke aren't, aren't among the top. So. Yeah, Duke is the number two seed. NC State is on the, in the tournament as well. Yeah. Gonzaga is the number one seed for the fifth time ever. All of them coming since 2013. Wow. <laughs> that's a pretty good run. That's a really good run. And, of course, they are the number one overall uh, seed mm-hmm. this year once again. Our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You want to talk about um, the game that gets underway. Once again, you'll hear it at 670 KBOI beginning at 11 o'clock pregame. Uh, extra 15 minutes for your pregame tip-off, uh, 1145. 
Uh, Bob and Abe will have that for you once again on 670 KBI. You can do that. Our phone lines are open at 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You want to email us, you can email uh, Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Um, we'll take a quick break. Um, if you uh, want to get your phone calls into us, go ahead. Feel free right now. We've got 45 minutes left in the show. We are live at Biscuit and Hogs. It's Kegs and Eggs. Watch party. Nate Showman Show live this afternoon. Just an absolutely fun day going to be going on here at Biscuit and Hogs. Green beer already flowing. And, of course, their St. Patty's Day special, corned beef and hash and eggs. It's $12 here at Biscuit and Hogs in Meridian. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Kegs and eggs. What a, what, a, what a great way to start out your St. Patty's Day. Uh, place has been uh, having people coming and going. We still have a few uh, tables that are open if you want to get in right now and get some uh, breakfast. But there are a lot of people here. So a lot of people. If you're a people um, person, this is the place to be. If you're a green per- beer person for one buck. If, if you like beer, where else are you going to find beer for a dollar? <laughs> First good. of all, I think that's, that's less that's, uh, than what a Coke is going to... That, that's less than my yeah, Coke, it isn't is. it? Yeah, it is. yeah. Uh, dollar green beer all day today here at Biscuit and Hogs in Meridian. And it's, as we keep mentioning, it's green on purpose. And this is just the beginning once again. So if you're just listening in, this is just the beginning. We've been here since 6, six o'clock. We'll be broadcasting live until 10, and then the watch party gets underway uh, where all the basketball games will be going on on all the big screen TVs. You won't miss a minute of the action here at Biscuit and Hogs all day until they get done with the games tonight. Nate Shellman will be here for happy hour beginning at 3 o'clock, 3 until 6. And once again, as I mentioned, the green beer goes all day. So even during happy hour, um, it's a dollar. And they've got some amazing drink specials and food specials during happy hour. And we call it happy hour. I don't know why, but it's, it lasts from 3 until 6 o'clock. So it's happy hours going on today beginning at 3 o'clock well, at I, Biscuit I, and Hobbs. I, I think you have a propensity to... Uh uh, lose track of time if you're here during the entire happy hour, and I understand that. Yeah, that m- might might be a boomer here, the owner. Uh, just got a chance to say hi. I don't know if Nate Showman is listening. Um, he was he he really thought that Nate would be here for about 14 hours today. Um, Did he seem disappointed? I yeah. He, he just expected. He goes, why why isn't Nate here? And he goes, well, <laughs> he's going to be here at three. And he goes, yeah, but we have dollar green beers. <laughs> Well, he does have to broadcast this afternoon, and you know, w- w- with 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 any luck, uh, as soberly as possible. I I will also say, by the way, I had a uh, Virgin Bloody Mary this morning. They need to bottle this and sell it because it, it's got chopped up bacon, candied bacon, mm-hmm. chopped up pickles, and it, it's just absolutely delicious. The chopped up pickles surprised me. I can't even imagine what would happen if I put vodka in there. I mean, I'm not allowed because I'm working right now. Right. But holy cow, that'd be a great. Also, when you come in today, uh, if you come in and you've never been here before, um, you're going to notice a bunch of paint cans that are hung up on the wall. It's not because they like to paint the place a lot. The paint cans are what they serve Bloody Marys in. Right. (laughs) They've got gallon paint cans that they serve Bloody Marys in. And believe me, those can come with a a, a large (laughs) amount of food. Oh, my goodness. Which drink is it you can get uh, in a flamingo? Oh, it's the Mango Mingo. Yeah. 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 So they've got a bunch of flamingos here. Let's go to the phone lines uh, this morning. This morning, they are open. Uh, Lee Joe, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. 
Hey, good morning, guys. I've got a couple of questions for you. Apparently, I may even be out of the loop on this one. Has there been any update on uh, the baby status, uh, baby Cyrus's status since uh, the hearing where he he stayed in custody? Yeah, late, latest latest uh, update we had was this morning. They told us that the uh, uh, he is, is still in the custody of the uh, the government as of right now. Yeah, the state uh, the court decided that the state will remain retain custody. Um, until the next hearing, and from what I understand, the next hearing is, I think, April 4th, if I remember correctly off the top of my head. Um, that's the only information. They didn't say why. Didn't say why the uh, baby was not going to be released to the parents, um, why the state's keeping custody until the next hearing. Uh, none of that, just that they are going to retain custody at the state level. All right. So now i got two and two together. So we got... Uh the judge must have slapped a gag order on everyone because normally by now there should have been some traffic all over the place on what's going on and why. But uh, I, my next question is, is a gag order actually constitutionally legal or is that just something that... Well, we don't know if there's a, we don't know for sure if there's a, if no, there's a gag Saint, uh, order or if just no, no information was released. Yeah, St. Luke's can't, uh, can't release uh, any information about any, any patient's treatment without their permission, or at least in this case, without the permission of the parents, ironically. The family hasn't released anything either, and that's what my suspicion is, is that the gag has been slapped on everyone, and the punishment's coming if you talk about it, and, uh. I'm, I'm pretty sure we got a gag order going on, and otherwise it would be it, there would be something, something yeah. from the family. Something and you and you may be right, um, but usually when you hear that there's a gag order, it's not illegal to say there's a gag order. It's just illegal to talk about yeah. it. So if there was a gag order, I think you would have heard from somebody saying we can't talk about it because of the gag order. You know what I mean? I I think gag orders cover talking about the gag orders as well. Sometimes. See, you know, I, like, it, is it constitutional? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know either. And usually, when there is a gag order, you always hear there's a gag order, and and that's usually the ex- like, the excuse that they give. I can't talk about it because the court has issued a gag. That's order. That's like one of those statements that says, uh, "I know you think you know what I said you meant." <laughs> However, thank exactly. you for the call, Lee Joe. Thanks. Instant uh, message from. John, who says, morning, guys, regarding fuel prices, not sure if you remember the 70s oil embargo, but in contrast, I say at least there is fuel available to purchase. Another item I've noticed over the years, almost like clockwork, fuel prices always go up when the Democrats are in control and go down when Republicans are in control. To me, if you were voting for your best pocketbook, well, it seems pretty obvious to me how to vote. Uh, That's not always the case, though. I've I've seen... uh, Things go haywire under both parties. <laughs> yeah. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We need to take a break. I know Kevin. Uh, we got Kevin on the line. Kevin, stay right where you're at. Uh, we need to take a break here. Get to news at the bottom of the hour. I promise. Hang on, and we will get to you right after news. You'll be our first call, so don't go anywhere. We're live at Biscuit and Hogs. It's kegs and eggs here at Biscuit and Hogs. Come on in. They're open. We've got green uh, one dollar green beers. We've got the corned beef and hash and eggs special that is going on right now. Uh, and of course, there's going to be specials all day long. We're here all day. The watch party's going on. Nate Showman Show live this afternoon. All happening here at Biscuit and Hogs. KBY News Time is nine twenty-six. This is Casper and Chris. 
Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. Kegs and eggs, biscuit and hog, celebrating St. Patrick's Day and the start of the basketball tournament. Chris Walton, Mike Casper, we are here uh, in Meridian at Biscuit and Hogs enjoying breakfast. Not enjoying green beer. Not enjoying well Bloody not, Marys not, that have any alcohol in it. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> you can, however, green beer all day for one buck. Once again, happy hour prices beginning at 3. The watch party underway. If you want a great breakfast, the corned beef, hash, and eggs. 12 bucks. That's on special day for St. Patty's Day. Hope to see you in here before we're done at 10. If not, just make your plans to uh, make your way over to Biscuit and Hogs in uh, Meridian at some time today. Um, on the phone line with us, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through this morning, uh, you can do that. Uh, Kevin Caldwell, thank you for being patient. Uh, you're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. No problem. I wish I was there with you guys. It sounds good, sounds fun, but I don't go uh, that direction that time of day. You're you're <laughs> missing out. You should get over here. Yeah, that's a, that's a drive I'm not willing to make it in the morning. Sorry, I can do it in the afternoon. Well, hey, the um, good thing is they're going to be open and we're going to be doing it all day. So, yep. Uh, sorry to rain on your parade, but I got to call Bed Key out. That whole garbage about we don't have time in the session to handle something as important as property tax. There is nothing that says they can't stay there until it's accomplished. And if that's the only thing they worked on and gave it priority, it'd be done in a hurry. But it's just, you know, it's just crap. I mean, my whole life, I'm sick of it. I just want to tell everybody right now, please, when you go to vote this May, vote every incumbent out. Send a message. <laughs> Have you uh, done the math on the uh, proposed, the Jim Rice proposed uh, property tax? It's a redo. horrible bill. You you didn't it's like it. See now, so I did it. I, I no, did it for myself. Can I tell you and why? I, and I save a lot of money on it. So yeah. I like it. I save a ton of money on it. I hate it because it hurts the poor the most. Yeah, I can afford it, but you know what? You can fix this and quit spending so much money on government. Start making some cuts in government. Save us some money. But the problem is, it's going to just put this tax higher on the rentals and those kind of people who are starting out, why do you want to save you money and hurt your kids? I don't. I don't want to hurt the poor. I mean, but you could make this so it encompasses all of them and cut government. You do have somewhat of a... Ref- or, I mean, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I was going to say, you do have somewhat of a refreshing uh, attitude. I, I think a lot of people, whenever they look at tax legislation, the first thing they want to know is what's in it for me, and that's the, that's the last thing they want to know, too. Well, if you've got children, there's more than just you. You, know, you care about what the future brings. You know, it's, a, it's just not right. I mean, it would never pass. The bill that was originally done by Kent Marmon, which, uh, which uh, was, was stolen basically from Kent Marmon, addressed all that, how you could do it by giving the tax break to every property that was occupied, you know, basically had an inhabitant in it. So, so, and it worked, so, the math so all worked. He, he rentals, has everything. It encompasses everything. And unfortunately, um, oh, the Senator, I can't think of his name right now, Jim, Jim Rice, he, uh, he didn't do it that way. He, he took the, the idea, but he only took the parts he wanted. So it's yeah. a shame on that end, but you know, there, there's ways to do this, and they just don't want to address it. They just don't want to address it. It's a shame. 
Well, and I, I think we could say this every year because, um, let me see, my, my three-year anniversary was uh, January three years ago um, where I really paid attention, started paying attention to what was going on in the Idaho legislature. And Chris has been here for much longer than I have. I, I have a sneaky suspicion that this... Yeah, you can tell by the disappointed look on my face. <laughs> conversation has been going on longer than that. But for three years, they've been talking about, we've got to do something about... Pro- we've got to do something about property taxes. Last year, they did something about property taxes, and uh, they, they ended up having to fix it this year um, because it... it, it kind of screwed things up as, as far as when it came to but, a new construction and cities being able to support new construction. But he's got a point, because if we learned anything last year, it's that the session can go on, obviously, as long as they want it to. Yeah. Hey, um, Mike, welcome to Canyon, welcome to Canyon County. Um, we've been at this for 20-plus years. They've had 10 to 20 <laughs> no, years to address it, and they haven't. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I know. My, I mean, my wife's, one of my wife's main offices um, she's a real estate, owns real estate company, is there. Um, I, I, I totally know it. And, I, I mean, that was one of the th- topics that we discussed because we moved from Eagle to Nampa, um, and our property tax, went. you wouldn't think it would, but our property tax is way more expensive in Nampa than it was in Eagle. Yeah, just wait for the urban renewal bond when they build the new uh, jail out here in Canyon County, and that, that our, then our taxes are going to really go. You think they're bad now, get ready. Uh, thank um, you for the call. Happy, happy St. Patty's Day, and uh, vote all the incumbents out. Same <laughs> to you. Hopefully you'll get a chance to uh, get out here sometime later today. I hope so. Thanks. All right. I had, uh, a, fr- I had a friend who told me that clear back in 19, 1984 was the first time I was old enough to vote. I was 19 to vote for president, I mean. And I had a friend who told me uh, that every time he votes, and he probably still does this, I haven't asked him lately, but he always votes Against the against the incumbent, he says he just likes to change it every single election. <laughs> I do get um, Kevin's point in, in talking about because that was one of the things that I, I I had thought about, and I I know part of the reason is they don't want to give tax breaks to investors from out of the state who are buying up property, yeah. you know, apartments and condos and investment properties and things like that. Um, but the people who get this, you know, the property tax or the property owners, like I said, I did the math uh, for myself and it, it works out in my favor, mm-hmm. the, the Jim Rice proposed bill. It would also work out, you know, because people were saying we can't afford to buy houses. The houses are so expensive in Boise. Um, you'd be able to afford a more expensive house if you got rid of the, I mean, say say you got rid of $5,000 a year on an average price in property taxes. That's money that could go towards your home payment, giving you a chance to maybe qualify for a home so... if you wouldn't qualify. If people have more money, they'll spend more. Usually. I, you, you know this. From the time that you were out of college, have you not always, no matter how much money you've made, pretty much lived paycheck to paycheck? Uh, until a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the more money you make, you definitely are, are spending more. I mean, that's the way it's always yeah. been my entire life. That's true. Um, I, I remember thinking, boy, if I could just make twice as much, and then eventually I was making twice as much, thinking to myself, boy, if I could only make twice as much. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Now, the, the part that I, I will admit that I, I'm going, okay, that people are missing out on is because it does not do anything mm-hmm. for people who are renting apartments or renting condos or renting homes because the only property tax relief would be to people who are living uh, in that home as their primary resident. Yeah. A residence. So for those people who do have homes or apartment buildings, they wouldn't get that tax break. You, so there's uh, nothing to pass along if you sleep to there, the renters. If you sleep there, 
you you get the break. If you uh, have just invested, you don't. Right. Uh, Don writes in, Mike at KBY.com, I see you have conveniently dropped the narrative on gas versus electric powered cars. No, that's not true at all. Uh, because, you know, electric cars are better than gas cars. Earth will run out of oil and gas. Batteries are always available. I don't understand how the media doesn't understand this. The public needs to be informed. Well, Don, I'd like to inform the public, um, you know, as much as you do. Unfortunately, some of the stuff that you say in this are, is 100% wrong. Once again, you're entitled to your own opinions. You're, you're not entitled to your own facts. You are right. Gasoline and oil is going to one day run out. Run out. It is a finite um, resource. But batteries for cars do not go on forever. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. There are currently 1.4 billion vehicles in the world currently running. Yeah. 99.9% of those vehicles run on gas. Mm-hmm. Or diesel, gas products. The other less than 1% are electric vehicles. All right? Okay. There are, right now, if we were able to mine enough to make as many electric cars as, say, you possibly could. Right. There is enough copper, which goes into electric car batteries, for 6 million cars. There's enough lithium for 2 million cars. There's enough cobalt. For three to four million cars, and there's enough nickel available for about 60,000 cars. I'd like to have a nickel for every one of those cars. Once again, let me tell you how many cars are on the road that would have to be replaced. So if you want to replace all those cars with batteries and electric vehicles, you're going to be uh, about a billion short. There's (laughs) 1.4 billion Gas-powered and diesel-powered vehicles on the road today, you have enough copper for 6 million, cobalt for 3 to 4 million. You have 60,000 uh, vehicles that can be made with the, the nickel that can be mined. And uh, lithium, there's about 2 million cars. So it's saying that batteries go on forever is not true. First of all, batteries don't go on forever. They have to be replaced in electric vehicles from what we're finding out now every 10 to 12 years. There's just not, right now, there isn't enough material. Now, this could change because they could find different ways to run electric vehicles to store batteries, something different that is made that there's a lot more of. But right now, for the natural resources needed for electric vehicles to make batteries for those electric vehicles, to store the electricity, to run those electric vehicles, there's just not enough to do it in the entire world as of today. All right. So, no, we we haven't stopped talking about gas versus electric vehicles. It's one of those things, and we've said this a couple times this week, um, you apparently just aren't listening at the right times you may have missed when we've been talking about it. Gas prices, by the way, in case you missed this a little bit earlier, um, dropped 10 cents overnight. I know that's that's weird. You may you may think I'm saying it wrong. Dropped ten cents overnight yeah. at many of the different uh, um, gas stations. The two that I pass every morning that I really pay attention to went from uh, one of them went from uh, four fifty to yesterday to four forty to four forty this morning. Gosh, how can they afford that? I don't know. But you see, oil has dropped what thirty five dollars a gallon over uh-huh. the last couple of weeks. So um, we knew this was eventually going to come. But I have to admit, the drop in gas prices came much quicker than I thought. I thought it would be a week or two before we'd start to see the drop in gas prices. But we didn't. I mean, the old, the old saying, what goes up must come down. 
I have always assumed didn't apply to prices, but once in a while it does. Well, I was afraid I was going to start to assume that didn't apply to gas prices, but exactly. at least we're starting to see it. And who knows? I could drive home today, and it could drop again. I'm keeping my fingers crossed because my tank is on E right now. Actually, uh, th- this morning, uh, oil prices were sort of rising again. Were they? Yeah. What's it up to now? I don't know. I, I, it hasn't stopped yet, so Dang I'll it. let you know when it does. I was hoping that would be dropping down to about $80 a barrel again. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's still just shocking to me to be thinking a year ago, people were getting paid to take oil off refineries' hands. It's like, if you, if you take this, we'll pay you $4 a barrel just to take it, and then you can sell it for whatever you want. We should have got some. You know, I know. I wish I would have had a storage. Filled up some septic tanks with it or something. <laughs> just you know. We'll take a break. One more segment on the way. Uh, big day here today, St. Patrick's Day. It's a biscuit and hogs. Once again, kegs and eggs. Watch party uh, just underway. Just to let you know, special, there's... Special hello to Shannon, by the way, because she's in front of us right I now. I know. Um, <laughs> 14 minutes. 14 minutes. That's amount of time you have to fill out your $1 oh million dollar Bracket challenge bracket. Go to KBY.com, click on the link. Uh, it'll take you a few minutes. You can't do this in like 30 seconds, so I would go right now if you haven't done so yet. KBY.com, you can win a million dollars for a perfect bracket, 10000 if you get 60 of the uh, games correct, and you can have bragging rights, which is probably more important than anything over Chris, me, Nate, and uh, Rick. So get that filled out. Final oh, yeah. bragging, 14 minutes to do it. Bragging rights, uh, in, in my opinion, are actually secondary to money. But, but yeah, they are important. Oh, see, yeah. now I, I think bragging rights are more important. Than I, I, I do realize that, yeah. KBOI Newstime is 946. You're listening to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. (laughs) Uh, We're live at Biscuit and Hogs, Kegs and Eggs, watch party about ready to get underway here in uh, just about nine minutes. Um, Email in, thanks for the tips. I took St. Peter's off my bracket. (laughs) to watch him win. Um, uh, he'll be great to meet in heaven, but probably doesn't have a great basketball team. St. Mary's. St. <laughs> Mary's has a good chance of uh, doing well. Yeah, I think, th- I think they can. Uh, they're, the, they're the team that beat, uh, one of the teams that beat Gonzaga this year. Mm-hmm. And not, uh, very handily, by the way, uh, in the game that they won. And, of course, Gonzaga has a, and, and Notre Dame is still in it as of last yeah. night because they had a, ter- a ter- terrific win. I have so. Notre Dame winning their uh, game tomorrow, too. So just, you know, just, uh, you know, b- putting uh, Catholic teams in your in your uh, bracket might not be the worst move. No, not horrible. Um, email in, no name on this one, Mike at KBY.com. The lack of interest in Baby Cyrus by the media is telling. You only seem to discuss him when a listener does. Your silence is deafening. And please ask St. Luke's to explain their lockdown yeah. over a few protesters outside. They never locked down over the multitude of vaccine mandate protests and other protests were directly in front of the doors. St. Luke's is pushing a propaganda campaign of fear. Why? I would love an answer. Please be inquisitive uh, media like you used to be. Uh, first of all, once again, you are 100% absolutely wrong. You based everything you said there on listening apparently for 10 minutes of our show. We mentioned Baby Cyrus, what, three times mm-hmm. this morning? The very have. first break at 6.05 was one of the first things we brought up in the news that happened yesterday. That 
baby Cyrus is still in the custody of somebody other than baby Cyrus's parents. So when you make accusations like that, you might want to listen to the full four hours of the show so you can get the full context. Now, the reason we haven't spent the entire four hours talking about it is because there's nothing new since yesterday. Well, that and there's way more important stuff like March basketball games, well, St. Patrick's Day. Not that this isn't important, but, no. but uh, yeah, we do have more than one thing to talk it, about. It depends on uh, your, your point of view, I guess. As far as St. Luke's, I don't know what you're talking about propaganda. St. Luke's closed the hospital for an hour. They made people, ambulances were not allowed to come there. Mm-hmm. People, patients were not allowed to come there for an hour. That's not propaganda, that's facts. And, so, and by the way, like I said, I was downtown yesterday. I had a St. Luke's appointment. At 10.30 in the morning, and there were people uh, lined up on the sidewalk outside St. Luke's, and they were holding signs that said things like, don't tear apart families. Uh, so they do do more than just pray when, when they're there. Did you just say do-do? Yeah, I said they do you do, give they me, do, do You give me so much grief for saying do and you just did it. Well, it wasn't, in, it wasn't uh, incorrect, though. They do <laughs> do more. <laughs> They do, in fact, do things. They do do yeah. things. Um, we're about ready to wrap things up uh, here today. Once again, I uh, just want to give you a couple pieces of information in case you're just tuning in this morning. Number one, you have to have your KBOI million-dollar bracket uh, filled out. You've got about five minutes to get that done. At 10 o'clock, that shuts off. Chance to win a million dollars or 10000 and maybe just get bragging rights. It's free to do. KBOI.com. Kegs and eggs, all right? It continues here. If you want to get in for breakfast, um, you can get in uh, for corned beef, hash, and eggs. They're special today for St. Patty's Day, $12. Green beer, $1 all day long. Watch party gets underway here in just about, what do we got? Yeah, about five minutes. We'll call it five minutes from right now. Um, and then watch party. All the games, all the big screen TVs, there's not a place here you can sit where you can't see the big screen TVs. True. Nate Shulman. We can will, see three of them from where we are. Nate Shulman will be doing his show coming up this afternoon, beginning at 3, 3 till 6. Um, and he will also be here during happy hour. And there's some amazing happy hour specials. Uh, Green Beer goes all day, so that will continue. But there are other uh, specials that will be going on, both food specials and drink specials as you get through your afternoon of basketball action. Once again, if you want to listen to the uh, game today, um, 670 KBOI is where you will hear that. Bob and Abe will have the uh, call of the game at tip-off at 1145. The pregame, an extra 15 minutes today, so that will begin at 11 o'clock. But once again, that is all on 670 KBOI. Regular programming will continue, so Shapiro and Bongino, you'll be able to hear that um, coming up on uh, 93.1. Have your-